Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a Monday coming up, 11 a.m. Eastern. Alex Kolodege of the Action Network on college football. We start this weekend, week zero of the college football season. It's coming up this week, and Alex Kolodege joins us in a little bit on that. And we'll do our first look at NBA win totals, including the latest Kevin Durant news, rumors, whatever we call it, on how it could impact the market here. So our first look at NBA win totals coming up about 40 minutes. Right now, though, we have a baseball card for today. We have Adley Rushman mm-hmm. pushing to be the rookie of the year. Uh, let's talk yeah. some baseball here for today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Aaron, did you, and I don't know if you finished it, but did you enjoy the captain? Yeah, I did not finish it, um, but I am, I'm right into the A-Rod part. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it takes a while. Like, he's not as boring, Jeter, as I thought, but it does, right. like, he'll have – he'll say some things here or there where you're like, ooh, you know? And then now that we're getting to the A-Rod stuff, I'm like, okay, this is what I tuned in for. (laughs) That, he still hates him. There's no doubt about it. He still hates him. Uh, It's, I I couldn't believe how open Jeter is about his personal life as well. And you'll see later on about uh, his relationship with his wife and some of that stuff. Like it's it's worth your watch because like I like I mentioned I thought that I would be out on it. He's boring. He's got nothing to say. Just, and he he talks about it. He's like that was by design. It's like I never wanted to cause any sort of distraction, and that's why he would get so upset at a Rod because he would do anything to protect a teammate, even if he didn't like them, to avoid a distraction. And then uh, a Rod just comes find- out and yeah says yeah. something multiple that... times a few different times and the the other thing is just god i mean even with jeter you got you got a penny pinch even with guy even with your franchise forever guy like and it's i thought that was interesting i know it's big in new york but i wasn't following it day to day like i didn't realize how bad it, it was behind the scenes and and they, they full-on yeah. talked about it and so did cashman you mean the end of his career, like the last contract? That was that. That the story. They're the last about? few. I mean, he was yeah. mad throughout his. You, or, these guys early on, if they hit and they do everything they possibly can for you, and you take them to arbitration, they never forget it. I, I'm convinced. Like once the Cubs and Bryant were going back and forth in arbitration, like people would laugh at, it, like, oh, that's part of it. It's the Cubs being smart. It's dumb to give something extra if you don't have to. I, I wonder. I wonder because I I felt for a while like Bryant's not coming back here. Look how mad he is. He keeps talking about it. These guys don't forget. Like that's what drives these superstar athletes. Any little thing we've all covered uh, different superstar athletes, but any little thing they'll hold on to forever, and mm-hmm. th- that's what they look for for motivation. Like I saw it with Jordan. He was looking for any little thing from anybody. I just don't understand why these organizations don't want to play ball with their franchise guys. And it doesn't matter how great they are. Like, obviously, the Jordan dunk, yeah. right? There's a lot of similarities. Jordan and Jeter, their personalities. I mean, And Jordan's in office, this. Right. The front office with Jordan, right? That that push and pull. He, he got – and the same – so I don't know where you are in the documentary. I read the book, the Ian O'Connor book this is based on. And at the end of his career, Jeter's last contract, there was a meeting between mm-hmm. Jeter and uh, Brian Cashman, and he, he reeled mm-hmm. off to him shortstops he'd rather have. Like these guys are all better than you. Wow! Could you imagine yeah, that? I, like, I, like that's cold. I finished blooded. it. Like, that is, yeah. yeah, 
I, I finished the whole thing. They talked about that part, and it was contentious. And Jeter goes to Cashman. He's like, oh, I'm not worth this much money? Really? I'm not? Tell me who you'd rather have. If you don't have and, me, and, and Cashman says, he's like, I don't want to have this conversation. He's, and Jeter would not budge. Wow. He's like, nope. Tell me right now. Give me the players that you're going to bring in that you'd rather have than me. And he listed he listed two players. The one that I remember was Hanley Ramirez. And Jeter, is, they, yeah, that drove him every day. He was Then it feels like their relationship was never the same after he yeah. answered the question that Jeter asked. Yeah, don't ask the question you don't want the answer to. But right. I, I think but right. Jeter's the type of guy that wants this for motivation too. He thrives off that kind of stuff. Even if he's angry, I think it drives him even more. Sure. Just yeah. like the whole I mean, Kalamazoo thing, circling back to the first episode. Oh, nobody's going to be a major league baseball player out of here. And he was like, don't tell me I can't do something, you know? Yeah. He also <laughs> said Tulowitzki. That was the other guy. That, that was, was, yeah. Because uh, those, those, those are the two best young ones. I Couldn't you have seen mm -hmm. a conversation between the Bulls and, and Jordan in 1999? Similarly, like, who'd rather, who would you rather have than me? And they say Kobe Bryant or whatever, right? Sha Shaq. Like, I can see that. Like, these, and, and, yeah. I, I mean, Cashman's right. In 2010, who would you rather have? Those guys. They were younger. They were better. But while he was starting to – it reminds me of the Brady conversation we had earlier on in the show. Everyone agreed. Breaking down. Father time is here. But Brady bounced back. Jeter did the same thing. He changed up his training. Then all of a sudden, he, he had one of his best years later on. A, a few years before he was done. He had a great year. Uh, when people were saying there's no way he, he had anything left in the tank, and he proved that he did. So it's a great one to do. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it because, I yeah, I finished it over the weekend, and I thought, uh, I thought it was uh, terrific, the whole really thing. Good. Something we might – man, I want the way the setup is now, we'll never see that again. Um, mm. But I wonder if, we, if, it'll, if it'll change on the road. I'm not sure that it will. But, yeah, eh, I don't see it changing. You mean the setup with arbitration and all that and contracts and just the way how baseball is can you have another dynasty like that i think the extra rounds of the playoffs are making it harder and harder i mean like yeah. just think about it if you're not the number one or number two seed you need to now win three playoff series yeah or four four mm -hmm. actually you're doing four series it's gonna be hard to be a dynasty and the Dodgers yeah. are incredible, and they've only won one. They won 105 games a year. They only have one yeah. in this run. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking about. Uh, all right. As far as this week, okay, so <laughs> I'll tell you my survivor pick. I you, We've talked about it week after week. I'm looking for six game weeks or teams that had an even amount of games. Uh, we're down to the point where I had five options this week. Five options of teams that have six games. Colorado, no, sir. Four of them are against the Mets. Pittsburgh, they've got Atlanta and Philly this week. Nope, no chance. Kansas City, they've got San Diego three times, two Arizona, one Chicago. I mean, they're one of the worst teams. They're fourth worst in run differential, fourth or fifth worst, they're mm -hmm. bottom five team. Three, you know, San Diego's gone to a rut, but they're still good. I'd, I'd rather not go there. So the, of the teams that I've left, there, there's two that are that are good teams, and I went with one of them. I ended up going with the New York 
Mets. Okay. Two against the Yankees, four against the Rockies. I get Scherzer twice this week. Are the Rockies games at home or do they have to go to Colorado? Uh, the Rockies games are at home. Oh. I mean, the, the Rockies are so night and day, right? At home, they're pretty good. They, they look at their record every oh year. And the road, they're they awful. I mean, they're so, so bad. They are just, they're like a, they play like 300 ball. <laughs> it's crazy. And then they yes. win series at home, even against good teams. I think they've beaten the Dodgers at home this year. Like, they win at home. Um, yeah. I like that one. Because you get, even if you get a split with the Yankees, you feel like they could beat up the Rockies. And you get DeGrom and Scherzer twice. Or at least, the, is it DeGrom twice? Or, or do you get both twice or one Scherzer, of them twice? No, no. Uh, Scherzer twice. DeGrom Scherzer twice. is pitching game two against the Yankees. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I like that. So, I, yeah. I mean, it's... It's like you're you're down to not many options, but um, I did find this amusing from John Heyman. He tweeted yesterday, after facing their tough NL East rivals 15 times in 18 games, the Mets finally get a break and get to the soft part of their schedule when they play tomorrow at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Just a little dig at the Yankees. A little. A little. Is he wrong? I mean, he's right. They're five and fifteen in the last twenty games. They've been horrendous. Aaron Boone is losing yeah. his composure at post game press conferences. It's crazy yeah. how bad they're getting booed at home. I mean, they had the, they were on pace to break their all time wins record two months ago, and now they stink. Um, one I saw for tonight. I think there's I think there's value on a, a big underdog tonight. You know, we talked about these. You know, minus two fifties we're seeing two to ones on the uh, the money line the other way. Phillies are, are slumping right now. Syndergaard has not been very good. He has strikeout rate. It's actually gotten worse with the Phillies since he got there. It's Reds at Phillies tonight, plus 205 on Cincinnati. Phillies' bullpen is pretty depleted after playing for six hours yesterday. They lost their closer mm -hmm. to the IL. Syndergaard has been very good. I just feel like it's a big number for the Reds. Like, could they steal this one? Sure, it's plus 205. I Almost just the number tells me there's value on the Reds tonight. They could win that game tonight. I mean, you you know their situation better than us, so I'll, I'll trust you on that. And that's that's some good plus money there. You just think they're in a bad spot, huh? And listen, I, I've been down for fading Cindergard. He may not have been losing. He may not be losing all these games with the Phillies, but he is getting hit. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're in a they're in a run now. They don't have an off day till next Thursday. The bullpen is really like yesterday. They had a, they put a kid in in his first major league game in the ninth inning, down one because. They were they didn't know how they're getting through all these games with arms. Like they're in a kind of mm -hmm. a tough spot right now. Um, so I, I would Can not I would certainly not drop the money line on them tonight the other way. The Brewers get get the Dodgers again? I know. Can it's they hold brutal. their own again? Can they do it again? They held their own last week. Yeah, but this time you get Urias and they're only hitting one eighty off of him. I'm not yeah, sure that they can like tonight, but but that's a big number. Yeah, tonight, though, feels like a Dodgers game. I, I wouldn't play around with that. What about Mets Yankees? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Max Scherzer's the play. Mets minus, what, 160 are we at? I wonder the next two days how big favorites the Mets will be. Minus 160 today with DeGrom tomorrow. I mean, what are we looking at? Bigger favorite tomorrow, right? I would think so, yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, Rebecca UL Daily. On the other side, Alex Cloderje will join us to talk some college football as we get set for the first week of the season right here on the Beck UL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.